how it works. And you have you have to pick what's okay. So some of the other guys who have young men growing up, like Dwayne, Tyrone, Shane, you know, you got like a 19-year-old boy, right? 20-year-old boy. Um, some of the other ones have young boys just coming up, nine years old, 10 years old. What do you guys think about this? Me, me personally, um, I think they're gonna they're gonna be who they're gonna be. And think of it this way: I I know guys who own hair salons, and they're married with kids. And you know what I mean. Nobody sees them. You don't see them as as feminine, but they they, they own a, a hair salon. So, right. So I I think they're they're gonna be who they're gonna be. And. Is anybody- Ellis hearing that beeping noise? Yeah, I'm hearing it too. I was wondering about that. Yeah, I'm hearing it also. Yeah, so, on and on. I'm like, I hear it too. Okay, so yeah. um, you're probably gonna have to re-ask your question because now I'm I'm completely lost as to what it was. And I know yeah, the way was asking, yeah. asking some or answering or asking. I can't remember which one was doing what. Yeah, it, it was um, it was about like growing, you raising kids in in like and, and not being, I guess, uh, like a, a, a toxic like masculine person Man, yeah i think the number one thing what are actions that might be yeah. considered like either enabling or destroying or like reinforcing negative ideas of what is masculine are these conforming ideas are these wrong like the example i gave was giving a boy a mermaid is this something that is acceptable or not if we're doing this is it like destroying you know uh masculinity are we instilling some kind of toxic masculinity if we deny them an option to play with something like a doll or a toy like as men what are what are things that we do that can sometimes be perceived as negative okay so as a as a father of a 19 year old as a father of a 19 year old you know man who i you know who i've had since the cradle all the way up all right there's no there's no book out there that teaches you how to be, you know, the perfect masculine father. Every father is different, but but I do believe that there is uh, uh, the institution of family is very important. And of course, whenever I talk about the institution of family, I come from beyond just a humanistic uh, perspective. I believe that the institution of family was first and foremost put together by God Himself. That's what I personally believe. So when it comes down to masculinity. I also look to, well, what does God say about being a man? And there are many, many, many things that, that I believe that God places in scripture that tells you what it is to be a man, a man in his likeness and in his image. So right away, that, that, is, my, that is where I am informed as to my masculinity. However, one of the things that I think is very important, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, is that the institution of family is very important. Being able to see the difference between mom and dad, uh, being able to see how they come together, be able to see how they even fall apart sometimes when there's an argument. How does dad treat mom? How does mom treat dad? You know, these are things that are very important because I've never been one for for agreeing that you know if, if parents are getting into an argument to you know run away from your kids and try and hide it so they don't see anything. I think if you have the kahunas to get into an argument in front of your kids, you better have the same kahunas to show what it is 
to humble yourself, apologize, and to get back in good graces, period. So when it came down to that, when it came down to that, as I was showing Markel from the cradle, okay, Markel comes out and he's developing. There was one time when I remember that he was about, he was about two and a half, maybe three years old. And of course, we can all sit back and we can say that for a young child like that, he doesn't fully know what he was doing. But at the same time, one day he got angry at his mom and he actually kind of lashed out and hit her, right? And of course, Carissa's like, okay, stop it now, stop it and whatnot. You know, he's a baby, right? We understand that. But me? No, man. I grabbed that kid. I grabbed him and I lifted him up and I kept him kind of, when I lifted him up, he was kind of, he was a good arm length away from me. And I looked him in his eye at the age of two and a half. And I said, that is daddy's wife. That's what I said to a two and a half year old kid. I said, you don't ever, ever get angry at daddy's wife because before she was your mama, she was my wife. And I remember when I said that to him, this kid looked at me with fear in his eyes and he started crying and I put him down and I said, you be nice to mommy. And from there, man, that kid never raised his hands to her under, under anything, playing goofnera, never. Why? Because I set a tone to let him know that first and foremost, this is mom, right? You are, you are a boy, this is mom. Now the time when I started really getting into his, his masculinity was when he started having sisters. When he started having sisters, I started having to teach him that, hey, you're the boy, and these are your sisters, they're girls. You have to love, protect, and I had to encourage him. I'm telling you, all of these things concerning masculinity, in my opinion, need to start from the cradle. They need to start from home. There has to be, there has to be an example. And sadly, amongst blacks, amongst black families, we know that the numbers are 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 absolutely insane. Eighty percent. Yeah, for sure. 80% of, 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 of Black families are busted apart. 80%. That's insane. And you want to know why our men today have a hard time trying to figure out who they are. It's tough, so, man. It's tough. You know, the only thing I, I have to add to that, so this is the problem. Let's take something like racism, right? Let's take something like bigotry. Let's take something like homophobia. Let's take something like, you know, abusing women. All of those things start in the home. So, like, no one's saying not to, like, you know, tr like, set the example that you want your kids to have. What people are complaining is that the examples being set in the home, particularly, are toxic. So even the fact that, like, you had to establish fear in your child as a man is, is reinforcing the fact that the man who's the most powerful makes the rules. So all that is teaching a young man, just like in the animal kingdom is okay. When I get my shot, I'm going to take out the alpha and then I'll be the alpha. So it, you get, you get the, the double edged sword. Yeah. Well, I think, I think, 
in conjunction with that, Shane, like also establishing like this narrative that, hey, you're the man um, or you're the brother. These are your sisters. You need to be the protector. Um, just as a group, what do we think? Is that like reinforcing um, ideals and gender roles and gender norms that a man has to be the protector? Why can't the sister be the strong one and the protector? Why can't she be, I, I, I'm not saying like it's, it's incorrect. Like I understand I grew up with the same dynamic. You know what I mean? You're a man, you should be a protector. But should we be teaching our men, hey, look, even though you're a man doesn't mean your sisters can't protect you. Doesn't mean you know you guys work with each no, other. No, I think maybe, I think we should maybe the skinnier man. The man to be the protector. Huh? I think that it deals with when we say the man is ahead, he's the protector. We start from the Bible. If we're going from the Bible, we believe that the man is the protector. So I believe the woman yeah, you should teach your boys to be the protector. The no, gender role that you're talking about, that doesn't even come in into it. I think the man should be the protector in the house. My question is and whether I don't, think it, I, I don't think it's even like a gender thing. I think it's just like yeah. a family role. Like we all have roles to play. And it's important that we're able to Gee. accept and identify Gee, with Gee. these roles. Guys, but yes. my question is are we in slide, slide. wait, wait, slide. wait, but my emphasis on you say you say if the man has to be the protector, I'm gonna ask you something. How much time on a home invasion it is is it led by a woman? I guarantee you 100% of home invasions is by a man. And a woman most times will not have the upper body strength of a man. So the, the, the role of protecting the house is on the man. If the car breaks down, the role is on the man to come out and fix that flat tire. If you pull up to the, it's, it's chivalry as well, right? The man has certain roles he has to play, right? Just there's no two ways about it. Like a woman couldn't defend the house against a home invasion, but a man can possibly defend the house. But so guys, just the just the actual physical strength point of view, the woman won't stand a chance against two guys coming in. But give one guy with with a baseball bat and probably chase the two of them out. For so sure. Just, just the actual physical, just the actual physical strength part. It, it's up to the man. Because a woman can't get to that natural strength that a man can get to. So now, so, guys, as men, we sometimes still, it's not we're always raising men. Sometimes we're raising daughters. So my question isn't whether or not it's right to tell your, your sons to be protectors and stuff like that. What I'm wondering is whether or not are we conforming to negative gender role stereotypes and, you know, assigning these right. gender roles to our men and maybe not giving them to our daughters to our women and if we do that is this like like had been mentioned are we compiling on ideas that lead to toxic masculinity because now if men are seen to be these protectors they figure hey i have to protect woman you have your own lane stay in it so then they end up going on and reinforcing these roles with other women with their sisters with whatever it might be and thus displaying other forms of toxic masculinity. Well, okay, so you know, Sly, I appreciate your question, and and, and I know that uh, that Craig was kind of piggybacking on it as well, because you see, the the problem here that we're having now is that we live in a society that is so sensitive to these things that we have to be careful with what we have to say. The problem is, is that you see, where if if, if I only had daughters, if I only had daughters, you bet your bottom dollar that I'm going to teach my daughter 
how to, you know, do certain things so that, you know, she's self-sufficient. I mean, I'm teaching my daughters, uh, I'm going to be teaching my daughters how to change a tire because when they get a vehicle and they go driving out, if they get a flat, I want them to learn how to change a tire. Okay. Now, does that mean I'm, 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 I'm uh, trying to masculine or masculize them if there's such a word anyway? Does that mean no, I'm man, those are just life skills? No, it just, like, I, I think there's certain life skills that, that get turned them. into it just simply means roles. I'm trying to teach them how to do certain practical things in life that are going to be important. Now, when I mentioned the word to Markel and I said, you know, protect, all right. I mean, when I say protect, yeah, uh, I do mean protect. I, 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 am, I am of the opinion, uh, based on what I believe uh, God has to say about family, that as men, we have roles. And as women, they have roles as well. Those roles are meant to be complementary to each other, not to go against each other. You see, the problem is, is that we as human beings, because of our own sin, we have caused our roles to be combative towards each other, when the reality is that they're meant to complement each other. But then, because of our own sin, again, as we get into a more, and I've heard this term used before, modern society, now all of a sudden, it's as though the... It's as though the roles that, that are supposed that were given to us by God are now dead. That makes no sense. No, the reason why the roles are given to us is so that we can work together. The reason why we have 10 commandments is so that we don't kill each other. That's the purpose of them. It's also the purpose to show that how we're supposed to behave with one another relationally as to why we have 10 commandments. Now, of course, they've been expanded okay, beyond belief to many, many, many commandments. But the reality is that even within that, once you start turning away from God and looking to your own stuff, those commandments become obsolete. Now, what happens is that the idea of murder is no longer, you know, uh, telling somebody off because you can murder somebody not by uh, uh, biologically killing them. You can murder somebody by speaking horrible words to them. You can murder somebody. Jesus himself says that. But now, uh, when we walk away from those types of things, we start looking into other stuff. We start looking into our own feelings. We start looking into uh, different case scenarios. And we start saying, well, you know what? To kill somebody now strictly and only means to shoot them down, to gun them down, to, to jack them up and knife them out. That's what, it, that's what murder means. No, it goes beyond that. So what I'm simply saying is, is that here we are, here we are trying to figure out um, uh, gender identity, or, or in my opinion, it's really role identity. If you come into any kind of relationship thinking that your role as a woman or your role as a man is meant to go against each other, well, then you've already ruined the entire thing. It's meant to complement each other, never meant to go against one another. But, but this is the this is the issue, right? Um, and you know, I don't want to offend anyone, but. The Bible, in and of itself, literally promotes what people refer to as toxic masculinity. The idea that the man is in charge is for no, um, that's wrong. That's false. That's completely no, no, false. Listen, that's listen. Bible. Listen. That is not what the Bible shows at all. That's your interpretation. Okay, that's not so what it shows. In the Bible, who's the head of the house? Who's supposed to be the head of the house? Thank you. Okay, so you, if you want me to explain that, I can explain it. Okay, yeah, because what, what I'm comes, just what, 
thing in the family union, in the family unit, right? The, the man and the woman are one, correct? But at the end of the day, the man has a greater responsibility to protect and guide the family than the woman. But the his woman greater responsibility though, Craig, his greater responsibility is to love, love that woman beyond anything. You're, you're getting away from, at the end of the day, the division of labor, who makes the call? The division of labor, who makes the call? So, <laughs> so, okay. so, so help, help me understand. When you say the division of labor, define that for me, please. So okay, I'll, I'll be the leader. Who is the, who is the, who is the leader of your household? And I'm, I know you're going to say God. I know you're going to say God. But after no, God. Who has to be married? Who has someone to be married? The person who proposes. They're the leader, obviously. I'm not even married. But in my perspective, if I'm asking you to be married to me, I'm going out of my way to, to like, I'm the one, like, leading that parade. Is the man not the leader? Okay, so here, here's how He's it asking works. the woman to propose. Like, here's, he wants, here's like, how. That's a Here's how here here's how here's how it works, okay? Uh, and 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 you know, Craig. I mean, yeah, okay. Uh, the first thing you want to say is that God rules your house, okay? So here's what here's how here's how it works for me as an example. I think Mark is probably the same way, but here's how it works for me as an example, okay? So yes, obviously, first of all, the first leader of my home is God. But what does that mean? That means that how God has, has, has wanted the family to come together. Now, let's remember a couple of things, okay? We have a very clear understanding as to what happened when sin came into the picture, okay? Man and woman, man and woman, all of a sudden, you know, they, 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 they would argue. They would argue because a woman, a woman would want to lead something. A man would want to lead something. And then there's a quarrel, there's an argument. And even God himself had to turn and say, okay, listen, when it comes down to these quarrelsome parts, we can't do this. We have to come to a place where at the end of the day, a decision has to be made. And so I'm placing that decision as, uh, you know, into the man's role, but he's not to use, he's not to use his masculinity, nor is he to use his position as one of power to put down his wife he's actually no that, bro that's why this is this is why the bible like people who like this is turning into a sermon i asked a simple question so I'll, I'll put it this way why doesn't the man stay at home and the woman go out and work that can happen too there's I nothing wrong with that all the time that can I, happen I there's nothing wrong with that at all so which one of you is comfortable doing that I'd be comfortable doing me, it if I had me. to. <laughs> hey, I would hey love if, my to wife, if my wife is I making five hundred thousand, I would never want to take care of the kids. Why not? No problem. Yeah, if she really? made that much money, why not? I don't really? Let, me tell you Let me tell you something. It turns, you know, this whole discussion all of a sudden, you want to sit back and you want to, uh, you know, be, be upset about the fact that it turned into a sermon. The problem is, uh, is that when people aren't allowed the opportunity to explain their situation or explain the situation, what happens is, is that we got guys like you who look at the Bible and who say it's completely absurd. It makes a, it makes a mess of things. Why? Because you're not willing to listen to what it's actually trying to say. Because it's, it's no different. For a reason. It's no you different talk, than you if talking, you tried to talking, explain to me. But I'm asking simple questions and getting 10-minute explanations. And I'm, all I'm saying to... is that the Bible clearly defines roles. And society is saying that those roles that are clearly defined are toxic. But That's all why, I'm saying. But why is society saying that, Craig? 
Why is society who's saying, saying that? Who's saying it's toxic? Like, where did this thing even come from? Toxic. Yeah. Why? Like, who who, made this who, up? who into, Why is society even saying that? If that's what you're saying, if you're who just saying, you're saying that, then explain to me why is society saying that? So who can Google who who turned modern non biblically based opinion is constantly telling me as a man in this society that I need to stop believing in archaic ideals from a 2,500 year old text because those ideals are largely damaging to women, to gays and society at large. That's so funny because that same text is the text in which our society today actually uses to defend itself based on the fact of how we as men ought to treat women. There's no other text on the planet that speaks to the lifting up of our women and the respecting of our women. But yet for all, you wanna sit here and say, you know, you wanna turn and say, you know, this 25 year old text that actually speaks 25,000 years ago, today and futuristic, you wanna sit here and express that, hey, these guys are saying that you know, it's it's archaic, it's barbaric, it's behind. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Before you before these people or before you accept what these people are saying, I'm gonna encourage you to learn it for yourself first and foremost. What's what's Mark have to say about this? I want to hear Mark's opinion. Can we like can we get some variety in opinions on this topic and on this issue? I'm driving, but if we could, I'd like to hear some other people's thoughts and comments. Mark, you're Mark, you're a man of faith. Let me hear what Mark Johnson has to say. Well, definitely, I believe in the Bible, and uh, right now I'm out. I'm out in Burlington, so I'm gonna be quick. But I believe, I believe in, I believe what the Bible says. So I believe that the man has to be the head because we're talking about topics masculinity and you're we're getting mad that society saying that why can't the woman be the head and why can't the woman do this but i'm a man of faith so i believe in the bible the bible says the man should be the head we're seeing here that a lot of the boys that are out there are young men they're not getting an example of seeing a man being the head and being in control or in charge of his family and like shane was saying i agree with shane when he said that men and women roles are supposed to be synced together, right? So we're working together as a team to build something. So it's not like the man is just being over the woman and controlling her, but he's also being the man that a woman can respect and say, this is a man that I love. I want to be with him. He's leading the family properly. I'm here for him and the kids, if there's kids. And they're working together as a team. So, um, like I said before, like I, I my opinion, this is my opinion, and I believe in the Bible, and I believe in what it says, so I'm going to follow what the Bible says. And it's, don't get me wrong, it's not easy. It's very, it's a marriage and being together with the opposite sex or your, your, your partner or whatever you want to call it, it's never easy because everybody kind of wants their own weight. Everybody wants to do their own thing. So when you have two people that come together to build something, it's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be hard. So... I just think that based on the Bible, we can still live on that word. But then when the modern roles come in and the modern society comes in, there's a clash there for sure. And um, that's why we're having to talk about it. 
So, uh, do you mind if I pose another question in relation to that? Sure. So we're, we're making the statement that, you know, men should be at the head of the family and should be in charge. Um, it's not that they're lording over women, but unfortunately, when, when we create these ideas and we set these structures that a man is supposed to be this, a woman is supposed to be this, as individuals, we sometimes grow up with different attributes. What if I'm a man that is not strong? I mean, in this group, I mean, a lot of us genetically are lucky that you can be the strong man of your family. You know what I mean? Like, you know, every person here is either exceptionally tall or big. So you, you naturally have a presence to be a dominating man. Now, what if you were frail? What if you're a skinny, a buck, 120 pounds, if even, and, but you're smart and you have aptitudes towards different things. Maybe you don't have the, the aptitude to be a protector and to be strong. Does this make you less of a man now? Does this mean you can't fulfill the criteria of being a man? What if the woman in that relationship has the ability and the strength to do all of those things, to be the protector? Are you saying that this is now biblically incorrect? No, she can, if she wants to be the protector and she can hold down certain roles, that's fine. I don't think anything is wrong with that. If the man can't, but definitely if like, like Dwayne said, if the man is in the house and the woman's in the house and the man's small and frail and the woman's there, the woman's going to be like, Husband, please go see what's going on downstairs. That man's gonna have to get up and go downstairs and see what's going on. Exactly, like, but if you're not the type that can, are we gonna now classify this person I'm as not gonna go? If she goes no, if he goes no, I'm not gonna go. If he goes downstairs, then then that's the, the man's role. useless. The man's useless. So it's not about <laughs> him being <laughs> free. The man's being but is useless. That not you remember being in the three hundred? No, no, man. Like, listen, if you can't, like step up and just go downstairs and check something like come on man I'm, I'm not saying let's get to the movie 300 where they're like inspecting babies for like weaknesses and if they're frail and weak they throw them off a cliff i'm not saying that but i'm saying at a certain point you should not like turn down that you know maybe the person like think of it as like a sports team on the sports team there's a point guard he brings up the ball and everyone goes around that. Everyone can touch the ball. Everyone's all very important part of that team being successful. But the point guard kind of leads the plays and, you know, is usually one of your better players, one of your smarter players. So then on the same time, if this woman is choosing to marry this frail man that is useless, that can't go downstairs to check on a noise, you know, that's her choice. If that's what she finds love in, and find security and find comfort, that's okay. But I think, you know, that's not to say that, you know, taking certain belief systems or values and using that as your foundation to raise your family, you know, that's like, that's just like natural, right? And that's what people do. But I think now the issue is, is that there's so many different alternative belief systems and values coming out in the Gee, last couple of decades that the people are very and now people are interacting so much through social media and different platforms that there's a lot of dialogue and discussion and people are talking about things and people are talking about the way things were and the way things are and the way things are going to be but at the end of the day you got to do what's good for you so Gee, i'm okay staying home if my wife can 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 bring in all the money i'm okay being at home being the kids because then i can work out with them 
I can read with them. I can take them hiking. I can teach them how to build a fire. I can teach them like, you know, how to be likable. I can teach them like how to manage their money. And this doesn't matter if they're boys or girls. Cause for me, they're just kids. Cause until kids hit puberty in my head, they're still just kind of kids. Like, okay, maybe like five or six. Under that, they're just kids in my head. Like they, ha- they kind of have like a free pass to do a lot of things. And I'm like, ah, they don't know any different. So, you know, for them, it's all just a toy. You know, as they get older, they're going to see what's in their environment. If they see, you know, a single mom, that's what they're going to become accustomed to. Like I was, you know, I was accustomed to me and my mom. Sometimes my mom wasn't even there. Sometimes it was just me. Sometimes it was my mom and one of her boyfriends, right? So for me, I got used to seeing all these different relationships just not work out for whatever reason, right? And seeing like all these types of guys that I would identify as, that I don't want to be like. Because for the most part, most of the guys my mom dated after my dad that I saw were mostly white guys. And so I was like, Ugh, I don't identify with these guys at all. I don't want to be nothing like these guys. But I think there's a difference if the woman will be with the man and the man doesn't have a job and the man's not bringing anything to the table. So if this is some weak, frail man and he's just living on social assistance or doing whatever, doing nothing, maybe having a drug problem and being an asshole and a dick to this woman, you know, then yeah, there's a lot of underlining things on why she would accept that. But I don't think that's anything to do with like, you know, I think toxic masculinity is, you know, almost like a belief that's very popular right now that's getting thrown out there, but I don't think it really um, is really defined or conceptualized clearly for a lot of people. And clearly I don't have the answers myself. Would it, would it be more along the lines of like misogyny? Like that's when it gets to- toxic? Well, yeah. Anytime you think anybody's less than you or not valuable or inherently like weaker, right? Like, okay. So if I'm treating someone different because they're a woman or because they're black or gay or disabled, that's a prejudice. Like, cause I'm but treating you, someone. Hold on. You just said that this man is weak and frail. So he's useless. You're literally saying that because this person is lesser, he's useless. I'm saying his abilities, like his ability to be in that relationship. He's useless to that relationship. No, but he must. So that's what. But that's then I said it's also the woman's choice to be with that. Like maybe she finds security in that because she wants to be the one. This is my copy that. or your copy? No, she got your copy, but I I just mapped it. What was that? Oh, just had to mute that. We can edit oh. that out. But yeah, that's the yeah. real life shit in here. People don't put the mutes on. People get distracted. But yeah. uh, just wanted to check in because we are rolling through this just wanted to see how everyone's doing because now it just seems like we're going off right the only thing i i I really wanted to add um and this is what i was alluding to at the very very beginning is because it's a battle between ideologies at some point you have to pick your um perspective and and you, you know you you have to fight and and die on that hill so there's um there's a, a scripture in the Bible, um, and, and Shane can probably complete it for me, but, it, but it's, um, as for me and my house, I think um, it ends to the effect of, 
um, we shall serve the Lord. So um, what I'm trying to say is, you know, toxic masculinity is just a euphemism for misogyny. And for some people, they believe that chauvinism is the other side of the coin for chivalry. And what I'm trying to say is caught in this ideological war, it's a very difficult terrain to navigate. But at the end of the day, you have to pick what you're going to align with, you know, what ideology you're going to pledge allegiance to and follow that all the way through. I, I would agree with you, Craig, because the reality is, is that a lot of men, unfortunately, and I'm talking men that, you know, we as we as younger men may stand up and may have, you know, uh, appreciated, like, for instance, I remember being a younger man, and I would look up to certain guys who I considered as, as real father figures and, and, and idols, because, you know, I didn't have a dad growing up. So I would look at some of these guys who I thought were incredible men, only to find out that they took their power and they sadly uh, used their power in a horrible way to uh, hurt women. And that, that this is why we're dealing with misogyny and this is why we're dealing with this whole idea as to you know um, uh, why men struggle with and why society struggles with uh, the um, the place where a man should be in his role and whatnot. It's because he he's taken he's taken you know texts and scriptures and his understanding of what it is to be a man and he's abused it. He's abused it ridiculously. Oh, I know, I know. Mm. But because but mm. because he's abused mm. it. Because he's abused it, it doesn't mean that that his position is therefore supposed to be attacked and, and, and beaten down. I mean, if anything, I mean, I'll, I'll be the first one in my, in my little mind to turn and say, well, no, that dude needs to be beaten down because of how he's treated women and because of how he's abused his power. But the reality is, is that, yes, if, if you're just going to ask me that question, who should rule the home? Okay, I'll say a man if I'm just going to just respond and only give that response. But I'll tell you something. When I say that a man should rule the home, I'm placing a ton of responsibility on that man based on what God himself expects. And if, God himself, and if God himself is love, and he's the epitome of love, then that man needs to follow under that category. And if he follows in that category, guess what this society is going to say? This society is going to say he's weak. But a portion of this society is going to say he's strong. And then another portion of this society is going to say that, you know, yeah, but he's a simp. And then the other portion of the society is going to say, yeah, but you know what? He's got character. Then the other portion of society is going to say, yeah, but he doesn't even want to, he doesn't even want to fight and defend. And then the other portion is going to say, well, you know what? He is fighting and defending by loving. Like we're going to get into this big rigmarole based on what our, based on what our worldview is. And, 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 and this is why, you know, I, I, I was trying to, explain i know you're you're right i went into a little bit of a sermonistic perspective but if i could uh, if i could have just you know simply talked and explained it would take some time i i completely agree with that but if you are to ask me just flat out and i respond well guess what some woman's going to say if i just say well i think the man should rule the home she's going to jump up and say well you're chauvinistic well no i'm not chauvinistic at all but if there's no context to what i'm saying then my answer becomes chauvinistic True. That's true. That's true. 
No, no. Very true.